What's up, guys? Wallow J here, and I'm here with my co-host, Egghead Warrior. Egghead Warrior, say hello to the peoples. Hello, peoples. Also joining us from, who gives a fuck where he's at? Miguelinho, say what's up, Miguelinho. What's up, Miguelinho? <laughs> hey, man, I feel like I haven't seen you fellas in like forever. Bro, I know. I it, It's been insane. Ever since coming back from the PGF finale, uh, just getting ready to move and... and yeah, we were all busy last week, and yeah, yeah, it, it's only been two weeks, but wow, yeah, that's yeah, it feels like, like wow. a, an eternity. So we do have audio in IG, but here's the problem: I can only see Miguelino on the bottom, and then I can see maybe a little bit of uh, the boxes from Egghead's house. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so I'm moving, we, man. Come on. So, so we we're trying to get up all up in the IG live, and there is a software that allows you to do it, but I don't think it's gonna work out with this nine by sixteen, unless uh, <laughs> I move my camera a little bit. Nah, well, I would have to be. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. So let me see. Let me see how it looks if I move my camera a little bit. Let's see. Move it over there. Am I there? Let's see. I'm a, I'm a wait. I'm a wait. I'm a wait. Let's see. I'm looking at IG. It's a little bit behind. Right. Yeah. We have a few second delay. There we go. I, I mean, we're kind of in there, but. Oh, shit. But. <laughs> This is a handsome feller down there. I know, right? So, I mean, we can we can stay in IG if we want or just shut IG down. But anyway, you know, we're in there like swimwear, I guess. It's just to bring, you know, a little bit more people into the stream or whatever. But anyway. Okay. So, two weeks ago, we were at Decatur. Actually, when I say we, Miggy, I'm an yeah, egghead egg warrior myself and Chris, who, by the way, is absent currently he's got i don't know some other shit going on okay. whatever he's got an appointment so with the jet ski <laughs> so egghead that was your first pgf finale live what did you think of it oh uh, yeah unreal i mean uh it's really really cool to be in that theater i mean, i'm sorry not theater uh, obviously, it was Epic Church, uh, which it's was kind formerly, of like a theater. Yeah, it, it formerly was a movie theater, uh, I believe. Correct. Uh, and, and and so it has that nice setup. Um, you know, so you know, you're right there, front row, on top of it, hearing everything, hearing the aggressive collar ties slaps. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, he, hearing coaches on the sideline give advice. Uh, that was really cool. And, and just seeing all the faces uh, and all the people seeing um, so many, you know, meeting many, many, many of the competitors from uh, from season two that were there, their families. Um, man, I was, I was so pumped to see Lonnie Jones and, and meet him. Uh, right. He's he's, he's uh, you know, Yoda, the uh, Jedi master. He's amazing. Um, and just really, uh, you know, ha meeting uh, Stephen Aiken uh, and having him not hurt me. Uh, was good. <laughs> um, you know, I, yeah, it was such a special time. Uh, Welcome, think, Chris. Oh, there he is. Hey, what's going on, Chris? Hey, we were talking no. shit about you. All right, Maggie, you go. you're gonna have to move a little bit to the other side. To yeah, right. that that Correct. way. This yeah. way, hold on. Sure to your right. No, no, you have to. No, no, no. no. Yeah. What, what do you or, want or to move do? your camera to your. Or, or, or move the camera the other way so you can yes. show up in IG. 
And Chris, I can see a little bit of your face anyway. Okay. So you're you're good. Okay. <laughs> anyway, we were talking about the the finale. Continue, Egghead. It was so funny. Like I, uh, Wally, you and I uh, start started the the the, the pre broadcast uh, um, post, and we were about to start talking some matchups, and all of a sudden, you know, here here comes uh, uh, Kamoy uh, and uh, and Colvin and Colvin. Yeah. We're like, oh practice. shit! We're about, we're about to talk about uh, Kamoy's matchup here. We better get to the other room. And, yeah, I, uh, I, 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 I fear for my life because, you know, Kimo is a stud and I didn't want him to break my neck. And I, I'm like, you know what? This is your space. I'm going to go. <laughs> so we went into the other room, too, so we can complete the podcast. Chris was somewhere with B-Max, so I don't know where he went. So uh, Yeah, I had to go get mats. Oh, I had, yeah. I had to go to B-Max house to go get some mats for the warm up Get the area. muscle from the group. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I, I'm weak, bro. You know, I'm 45. Bum shoulder, uh, woke up on Monday with a bum elbow from doing absolutely nothing. Oh, so, man. like, I couldn't even lift my my cell phone. I tried to pick it up, oh. and I was like, "Oh, what the fuck!" So, yeah, it was it was not pleasant. It was not pleasant. But anyway, it's getting a little bit better. And uh, I was thinking about rolling tomorrow for the first time in months, but I'm yeah. probably I'm probably just gonna work. No, do it. <laughs> do it. Yo, you have to learn to, to not no, use that shoulder then. Do the tape it up and just go one hand. So the shoulder's feeling a little bit better. That's for sure. But the elbow is like oh. eh, a so little skeptical. You have to go sling, keep it in front of you like this. So you got just that one, the one good side. I guess. I don't know. But anyway. um. So, again, we were in Decatur, Alabama two weeks ago. And we were at the PGF season two finale. And of course, Hunter Kimoy walked into the room and we had to go somewhere else because uh, we were about to discuss the, the matchup between Kimoy and uh, and Elijah. And obviously, you know, we were both picking Elijah. I mean, Kimoy knows. Yeah. But still, just to mention it in front of him, though, is still. I mean, Egg, Egghead is like, hey, Kimoy, can you still hear us? Because we're about to talk shit about you. <laughs> well, I mean, he, exactly. he, was words. he crushed eight miles dreams the <laughs> night before. What do you mean? On BMAC's show, they were talking about um, Evan's first match. Oh, that's right. And Egghead's like looking at him going, I'm sorry, bro, but you're not yeah. winning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to. Well, he he was right. I mean, he was going against Hunter. Oh, I mean, yeah. So I, I mean, that was an easy better. call. I could have done it better. Other than ah, like, just rip the bandaid off. Listen, lose harshly. Be, before we before we get into it, let's just say congratulations yeah. to Hunter Colvin, who had an amazing season when undefeated, eighteen and zero with eighteen submissions. So come on, I mean, what more can you ask from a guy? Well, you could ask to go 24 and oh, like Elijah did the first season. And the only but, reason I beat but, Elijah <laughs> was because he roofied him twice. That's right. We heard, <laughs> we heard through the grapevine that Hunter roofied him. So yeah, those twice. are four. It's kind of, you know, still up in the air. There but needs anyway. to be a little asterisk there. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But either way, congratulations to Hunter. Uh, absolutely an amazing season. And also congratulations to Elijah. Come on. 24-0 yeah. in the first season. 
and his only losses in the in season two were to Hunter. The one guy, yeah. you know, the 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 first uh, in the regular season, the and guy then, with more experience. Hey, no, yeah, hey, but I gotta say this: Elijah is also ranking up that experience right now, though. Right, he's know. building up that yeah. pedigree, bro. He's like, he's like, he's heard the show. He's like, Mickey has this great theory, <laughs> great concept. <laughs> I need to get that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, let's uh, let's talk about the matchup. So. The first match of the night and at the finale was Hunter Colvin against Evan Stapler. And like we mentioned here by how Chris mentioned, uh, yeah, he, he, he was going to get beat. We knew that coming in because that was the, the slam dunk. But congratulations to the blue belt, Evan yeah. Stapler, you know, because he had an amazing season as well. He beat two brown belts. Surprised I, a lot of people. I he think su- he was the real winner of season He was. I, I believe oh, so. Yeah. I, 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 think I think he was most entertaining of the season too. Because let's he not was, forget, eh, yeah, dropping bars, dropping bro, bars. Eh, come on, he you, dro- not only did he drop bars, you know, the comment did. from the peanut gallery saying, "If you do that to me, we're throwing hands." Yeah, <laughs> try that shit on me, I'll beat your ass. That's right, because you know there was a little of uh, uh of the rough roughness going on in, in and his he match. acknowledged it in a couple interviews and he did he, he did. We even talked about it in front of the stage a little bit and he was yeah because we were actually uh they were running uh just had a reel of the previous the fights throughout the season and right there was the one of the, i can't remember oh it was against matt where he was like real wasn't it matt where he was like really you know for no, it was it was uh mike johnson Mike Johnson, that's right. Yeah, that's uh, when that's when Matt said to yeah. me from the bleachers, if you do that shit to me, we're throwing hands. And Evan's like looking around and going, <laughs> and who is that guy? That guy is an asshole. You know? So I mean he's self-aware of it. Yeah, and he talked yeah. about it. He's like, I just realized I can do jujitsu and do it well and not have to be that guy. Yeah. Yeah. So but again, I honestly I think he's the the real winner for the season. I mean, I think 100%. He, I agree with you. I, agree I, I with would you. almost bet he got more out of this season than anybody else. Yeah, yep, absolutely. Well, he's got a CJJ strap now, and I'm sure he got that opportunity. <laughs> well, just he, he, he's the Fuck. only he's the only guy to get knocked out and still win the title, right? <laughs> Dude, I'm still trying. I don't care how the rule set was explained or whatever. Yeah, like you can't. That was not CJJ. I'm sorry. No, not only that, man. It's not like you can go on YouTube and watch CJJ matches to get the idea as well, right? Like, I mean, I get what he was trying to do. He was trying to get his knee down before he connected. The problem was you connected about 15 seconds before your knee hit (laughs) the mat. (laughs) Slap. It's a problem when your knee goes down after (laughs) he gets disqualified, right? Like, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. he had his Order, feet placement and everything for a legit for a good smack. For a yeah. good smack, hit Order him and then went. Important, Let me drop the knee. Well, if you're joining us now, uh, we went from the PGF to a different tournament. I know. Sorry, P- sorry. P- PGF is you know straight up jujitsu. Yeah, the, the right, tournament we're referring PGF. about was the combat jujitsu tournament in which one of the guys from the PGF. He you know, was, was participating. Yeah, exactly. My bitch up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what happened. Uh, and there again, took it like a champ, made fun did. of it. You yeah. know, really, really kind of laughed at it. And, Does he remember yeah. it happening? Is my only question. Probably not. <laughs> I don't know, man. I have no idea. He probably but, just hey. remembers starting the match, and then he won. He was like, "Whoa, hello, match." <laughs> it's Naga all over again. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, another thing to think about with Evan uh, is is I think he showed us all the uh, the uh, the defense to the head and arm triangle with that frame across the waist. Well, I mean the the, the arm yeah. straight, but the frame across the waist was the key. Yep, yeah, that's uh, and and, and, yeah. and that's and that is and it works. I mean, everyone that's watched the PGF this season should have seen those matches. I mean, come on, he held off, you know, a purple belt and a dank black belt with it. Yeah. Uh, and, and even in the finale, uh, Colvin tried to get the head and arm, and he couldn't. And so uh, Evan was almost able uh, to sweep him when he tried to get to that side, like like this kind of his, his his move to get out of that. Now Colvin, being the experience, the man, exactly the man with experience, the black belt, uh, he still was able to retain mount, and then he went for the arm bar. And even then, Evan stacked the heck out of him. He did. Uh, but then, you know, Colvin's still able to like bring it, I think it swung his leg around to get just a little bit more momentum and, and got him off him and, and, and got the tap. Now this has all happened less than two minutes, I think. Uh, but, but still showed yeah. a lot of great technique by Evan Stapler. Mm-hmm. I mean, just, just, just like, wow. He said, uh, you know, very, very big star of the show. He could put his own DVD out on, on just that defense. Right. 100%. 100%. I mean, I was uh, I was talking back and forth with Stephen Aiken because uh, he tagged me on a video, which was the video where Aiken, you and I were outside talking and he showed up with with Isaac and we were talking to him. So he made yeah. part of his, he made part of his show. So he tagged me on it. And I was uh, I messaged them and I'm like, man, I just realized that while I was just running around trying to capture images for you guys, you know, I forgot to sit down for like five minutes and just enjoy the show as a fan because I am a fan. You know, during the regular season, I'm watching all all the matches. But when it came to the finale, I was so busy. I, I, I really didn't get that opportunity to take it all in and enjoy the matches because I was that's where I messed up because yeah. I well, did. what do you mean? I I caught myself more way more times this time doing photos than last year. Last year, yeah, I, I was in your boat. Like I didn't even really get to watch the tournament. I was just focused on the photos. Yeah. This year, huh. I don't know why. I caught myself watching the matches while standing there more than I was taking pictures. But that's kind of like also why you're there. I mean, I get like you want to work on your craft. True, right? but, but like yeah. my pictures aren't good. Like Still, there's, man, there's really not that though. Like I saw Wallow on the stream a couple times in photographer mode. Oh yeah, like, no, he was Wallow, he was Wallow full was professional. Like, <laughs> I was like, damn, Wallow, kill it. Yeah, no, he was full kill professional. It, I'm over there, you know, doing my shots, but I'm watching the match. No, nah, like, that's that's part of it though. Like it's yeah, but I it's mean, not. It's pictures, it, I mean, but enjoy well, it too. I, man. I, I'm glad that you did enjoy it because I didn't get to. And, and fuck, man, we drove a long way. To do pictures and yes, also we and, we did and, and it, <laughs> yeah didn't we and shout out to the Cuban to the one Cuban restaurant that was open in that podunk little town in the fucking North Georgia mountains that was open at one thirty a.m. Oh shit, that's right, <laughs> dude. There was nothing else alive. We just came through Cherokee National Forest. We were just turning south to start heading to Blue Ridge. The town is shut down. Except for the Cuban restaurant on the main drag of that spot at 1.30 in the morning, that place was still hopping. Nice. So I, I have to be a fatty. Did you get a medianoche sandwich? 
Oh, we no, didn't stop. stop. We, we didn't, didn't stop. stop. No, no. It's hard to say. That's the you know, you no, no. That, at that nice at that shit. point, Wallow had already nodded off at least four times <laughs> and then jerked back up. Uh, I think Amanda was asleep at one point, and I'm getting to the point where it's like, okay, it's about time for me to start rolling the windows down so I can continue to make it to Blue Ridge. <laughs> yeah, it was know. another long ass day. Like we knew it was gonna it be. It was. It was. But oh, it was worth it, though. I mean, it was- I, listen, I, I, I would not change it, you know, in a million years. I, I enjoyed it. So, I mean, sorry, Chris, I passed out. I was fucking tired. No, that, that, that shit don't bother me. I just laugh because, hey, yo, you know, when he does pass out, and when he does pass out, he like gets up. He's like, my bad, bro. I'm like, dude, don't, <laughs> don't be my bad. Go to sleep. It's fine. Uh, oh, I want to said she was not yo, Chris, my bad. There's some commentary we need to share with you real quick. Yeah. What? Check in the comments. Oh, I know. I just saw it. Yeah. yeah she says I was not sleeping. <laughs> yeah. Let me see. I was not sleeping. <laughs> no, she was probably working. She probably was. That has yeah. been madness. It's just it's been retarded. Well, I, I do want to show people that are watching a little bit of, of our photography. Uh, let me see if I can share this real here real quick. Let me get rid of this and share. Yeah, I think out of 740 uh, photos, I think I've got what? three that I've, I haven't even worked on yet, but that I like. Nice. Bro, that, that is my dude right there. Like, oh, yeah. I, that, was, that was like one of my favorite pictures that I caught. I turned it into a black and white, but I also wanted to make sure that the red and the green were popping. Bro, it is. So, so I like I like that one. Then we had uh, you know, him and, and, and Stephen Aiken. Yeah, I gotta say real quick, obviously it's a jujitsu pick, but the tattoo looks amazing in the picture. So right? right. Right. It, it, nice. it looks super awesome. And then this one. Nice. This one, this one is absolutely my favorite, where half of his face is dark and the other half you know we slid up i mean you can even see the eyes you know yeah. there's 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 some catch lights in there so Dude, it's nice and i mean there was a little stuff on the background but i kind of removed it because i'm i'm starting to do the, the little photoshop stuff and nice. uh i did work- catch the uh uh the takedown that hunter had on him i did get yes that. I did get that in a sequence. <laughs> Oki oh. wrestling, baby. Well, why haven't you posted your pictures, bro? Dude, all I've been doing is work at work or work here. No, there's there's That's like logistically, it is a nightmare right now. Like you've got me. You, be happy you got me right now. I got about five things I got to get done today. Oh, okay. Well, like we, we we do feel privileged that. You well, I mean, I didn't get to us. see y'all last week and everything, so you know, I got I got to make sure I, I pop in. I got to see y'all guys. Sam Lam, Sam, Sam with the hair, bro. He's he's growing the Walking hair curls. Uh, he had a great seminar. Oh, did he? After. It was it was really good. Got some really good stuff from it. He seems like he would he would be a good teach. Like he would oh, he yeah. would be. Because I'll tell you, out of the entire experience of watching the matches and all like that, you want to know what the what the most fun, which this is kind of weird, but this just tells you what kind of a nerd I am. The most fun I had, honestly, was me and Wallow and BMAC and uh, I think Wallow was out there and Amanda. We were all sitting in the front lobby 
and somebody's kid, I can't remember who it was, but some, somebody's kid was there. He's a young kid, probably seven or eight years old. Oh, B-Mac was showing him stuff? Yeah, just oh, watching yeah. him and B-Mac interact and watching B-Mac go into teach mode and how he teaches with a kid and going through it all. And I'm just sitting there watching it. And I'm just like, this is just the coolest shit in the world. To like be able to just sit here and watch B-Mac on a whim, just teaching a young a young guy, you know, an arm bar and how to tighten it up, what he needs to do, and here, do it on me. And and plus with BMAX just enthusiasm and and fun, I'm just like, God, man, is, is there – I don't know. There's probably better technical coaches out there, like as far as like pure technique maybe. Yeah. But as far as finding a better person to ever teach you, I do not think you could ever go wrong with BMAC. No, man. BMAC is – that's like an salt amazing of the earth kind coach. Of person. Yeah, he, he he, bro. Listen, that's gangster right there. That he, yeah. yeah, he may not like dogs or cats, but he does love kids. <laughs> he does. <laughs> he does. <laughs> you heard that yesterday, didn't you? Uh, actually, I was listening to it today. Oh, okay. Because uh, he goes on. Uh, he goes on uh, either during my training period at, at lunchtime when my group trains. Or when I'm at work and I have I have just crap internet there. And we um, do need to somebody does need to pull him off to the side and talk to him about the hat. What do you mean? Oh, oh no, I like the hat. no, 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 no. I like the hat. Do you and like I, the hat? Really? I, 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 I am actually upset because he's probably not listening to this, but I ordered him a fucking hat, bro, from Amazon. <laughs> and and it was so dope. And I'm like, oh, this is B Mac all day. I don't I, I'm not really crazy about the Bahamas one, but this hat is dope as fuck. So I ordered him a hat. It says that he was delivered. Nice. But yet it is Uh-oh. not, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's not uh whatchamacallit. Oh and he closed the wrong window. Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, hold on. Can I share on here at all or no? I don't know. Find Let's out. find out who share screen? control. Let me see if it lets me. I want to share something specific. Oh, I will share everything. Hold on. Sorry. I gotta show uh sorry guys. Are you back? I don't know what happened. All right, let uh, me, uh, who would win? Black Belt and BJJ from Brazil. Right. Or I got to share this awesome uh, thing. Okay. Well, who would win what? I mean, the, yeah. And what are we doing? That, are we doing yeah. a wrestling competition or are we doing jujitsu? All right. Yeah. Have you guys seen this meme, by the oh, way? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, B Mac is up there. Lawful the good. Lawful good. Yep. <laughs> who made that? Uh, I don't know. It was just uh, uh, I think it was, was what made it. Yeah, I can't remember if it was Photoshop Steve that was doing it or if it was uh, BJJ Fanatics. No, they reposted. So it's a uh, repost on because it's uh, Drew Weatherhead probably then. Okay. Someone else. Oh, no, it was complete genius. Yeah, because Jiu-Jitsu was doing a lot of those. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Because, right. I mean, the chaotic evil is 100% dead on. <laughs> that's uh, Tony Ferguson. Yeah, I mean, that's 100%. <laughs> <laughs> and chaotic good with um, yeah. Jake Paul. Yeah. yeah uh, you know what? Who would win between Jake Paul and Joshua? Well, Fabio? Uh, let's see. I would hope a meteor. Uh, actually, <laughs> yes. yes. Jake Jake Paul would beat that ass. I'm sorry. Oh yeah. I mean, I oh, mean, yeah. what what is Logan. what what is Joshua Fabia's or, or yeah, it's Fabia. He said he's Fabia. Uh, what is his background? Uh, punching people in the face while they're hanging upside down. Yeah, well, you know. Besides I mean, that, Jake's got to have at least seven inches on him, and the wrestling. Back oh, and probably. Uh, I mean, all kinds of reach. Eighty no, pounds. 
Uh, at least, because that dude weighs what, like a, a buck five? Yeah, yeah he's tiny. Or wait, what what rule set too are we talking about though? Because huh? again, yeah. Jake has I, 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 listen, it, it it could be marbles. Jake Paul's beating that guy. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I don't know, it does bro. I used to be pretty dope at marbles. Yeah, but Fabio's gonna be talking the whole damn time. So I don't yeah. watch that. I mean, you do have to watch out for the death touch. And, and guess sure. what? Jake Paul won't give a fuck. He's gonna be punching him in the face. Yep. You know? I'm more interested to see how this fight with a Woodley goes. Well, bro, I'm so well, let, 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 hold on. Oh, let's yeah. ju- let, let's jump off. Later. Let's jump off the, the PGS. Oh, that's right. We were gonna talk about this last week, actually. Right, right. Because oh. you, Chris, you said that you were disappointed in, in uh Tyron Woodley. I am a little I am okay. Explain to me for how. <laughs> because for inner I mean, I I understand it. It's a money play. That's it's all it is, is it's pure money. So to me, this is all an act. It's just all theater. And I I hope, I hope, and, you know, I'm being honest here. I hope I'm wrong. Me too. That, <laughs> that he just doesn't go in there for a paycheck and pull a Ben Askren. So you're saying that Ben Askren took a dive? I think no. everybody said Ben Askren took no, a dive. I no. Say ben Askren didn't, no. didn't train. Ben Askren didn't yes. have hands. Yeah. Yes. Well, I mean, well, true. He's never had hands. Yeah. Right. I don't give him that. And plus, listen. Like, this this kid is full of dough. He's got money. Yeah. So he can afford to be training with like elite trainers. But at this point, is he just are you just you're to me, you're buying people's soul. Well, no, no, no. Not even buying souls. What this kid's trying to do is he wants to get people that for now at this level appear semi-legit for him, right? Because let's be honest, Jake Paul, if he was an average Joe Schmo, he'd be fighting amateur circuit right now. He wouldn't sure. be fighting at the pro level. So how are you going to get someone to fight you at a pro level? Yeah, you got to pay. Serious. You have to get these MMA guys. Let's be honest. like Because you're not going to get – an amateur is just going to be a pain in the ass for you, right? A guy that's at the same skill level as you, they're not – Yeah, like I think if he went up like a, a true legit boxer guy, his size and everything else – I don't think the yeah, same yeah, result. So happen. you're saying you're saying that a guy with more experience would would tune him up. I think a guy with more experience no. in pure boxing. No, let's say a, yes. a boxer. No, a boxer, right? He's yeah. against fighters, yeah. right? Like that's the yeah. That's you're the going issue. you're going against guys that and you you've taken seventy five percent of their game out. They can't well, kick you. Well, they can't take you down. Well, listen, Woodley's got pretty good hands. I'm yeah. not saying that he's got the he greatest, does, hands. but he's not an attacker though. He's a he's a counter. Okay, He's so counterpuncher. So maybe he'll wait for Jake Paul to come in yeah. and, and you know okay, and yeah. counterpunch. Yo, maybe forget, or though, it's gonna hey, be boring as shit. No, I have to mention that, this that guy. could also be true. No, but don't forget Frank Mir had his debut boxing match at the last Jake Paul fight. He actually did pretty well coming from an MMA background. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but how so, long? Okay, when was his last MMA fight? A while. Ago, well, you have still. a computer. Look it up, bro. Come on. Well, got, but, but, but here's the other thing: the is that you know uh, Mir was also a big submission guy. Yeah, yeah. And he was mostly submissions. Even even in the MMA, he, he was not a big striker. Well, he was not uh, a striker at all. Kind of like Askren. And yeah, which yep. what's, what's funny with Askren, you think about it, like, you know, I went back and I watched like a, a number of his uh, one championship fights. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, there's a reason Masvidal killed him. Yeah, yeah he, that's he, why he, he was able to predict that. Because he did the same damn thing every time. <laughs> he came was in one of those. His, like, his super uh, squared up stance, yep. and he had the laziest double leg. And nope. granted, he kicked my ass. I got it. But he had like the laziest double leg, drop his head thing. 
but it always worked yep. because the grappling in one championship just isn't there. And he just ground and pounded everyone. That's, that's, that's what Askren did. Mm -hmm. Askren had a freaking busted up hip. I think he had hip surgery afterwards mm -hmm. and he made $500,000 and he was coming up from 170 pounds to 200 where that's where Jake Paul normally is. It's 200. So yeah, he walks at, at that. Yeah. Askren, mm -hmm. you know, Hey, he probably looked better than me still, but you know, he's looking pretty damn puffy, you know, but yeah, he, was, he was going up from 170 to 200. But and, I mean, every, everything was stacked against him for that fight. Oh yeah. The, all, again, all of us, right. all of well, us, listen, guys, they, they, these guys trying to make a name for himself. So yeah, he's not going to jump in with Mike Tyson right off the bat. You know, you remember fast and furious when he was talking about, you can box with Tyson. I mean, that's not a good analogy because he's like, oh, that's that guy. Yeah. I could box. <laughs> well, no, I remember it was like rumored that what Bisping was going to take the fight with Jake Paul. Before it, was, was announced. Oh, wow. That was a rumor, but I don't think that's happening. Oh, not it, anymore. Obviously. That and was, I think, if, and honestly, I think that would have been a better fight than Ben because well, Bisping's got hands. Well, here's my thing. You know, you were talking all kinds of junk what was it two weeks ago or last yeah, week? I'm just, I'm dis I'm, I'm just disappointed that these but, guys are doing this shit for well, just pure paydays. But why well, not? Let me ask you this. Why not? He is a prize fighter. Prize mm -hmm. fighter fight for what? Dinero for dollar, dollar bill, y'all. Not only that, you know, it is sad that Jake Paul is paying Tyron Woodley more money in one fight. Than sure. Than the UFC did. Yes, that is. That's yeah, why they should they shouldn't have fucked around and they should have did their union years ago. So, uh, Malki Kawa, which is Woodley's manager, said that uh, Woodley's going to get a seven figure payday in guarantees. Seven and, figures. Yes, and and he has some pay per view points. Now uh, it's uh, come on, article, dog. Where if 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 he had one percent of pay per view points. Uh, 1%, uh, and it did 750,000, and it did as much as the last Askren fight did. That'd be another 750,000 on top. Somebody, Shit. somebody on Instagram tag Big Long. Maybe we could get him on. Yeah. I just wish, I don't know. I just, I'm not a fan of it. Because well, I, I, I okay, think you're, don't, you're don't taking your, your price. You getting his guy on, Chris. <laughs> no, I'm just not, a, I, I wasn't a fan of it before we were talking about it. I just, I don't think. It's an honest representation of Woodley. Now, well, granted, I mean, what, Woodley, what's okay. not honest about it? Okay, well, one, like I said, you're taking an MMA fighter, you're right. cutting seventy five percent of their game out. Okay, but he's so, willing to do it. Yeah, yeah that's because he part. he thinks that he's got the hands to get in a boxing ring and throw hands. Okay, and, next and Woodley can put somebody down yep. standing. We've seen that. Yes, it's but a, that's been a know? long time ago. Hey, but, hey, but still, man, it's like think about it this way then. Um, what about like with Nate Robinson then when he took on Jake Paul? Trained just oh, the, basketball, the basketball player? player? Basketball guy, yeah. Like, that was that was the dumbest shit in the world. That was just a freak show right. all around. Yeah. Yeah, a freak show. But he was training for it. Like again, the, he but he just started training for it for that fight. And that was like the same amount of time right. as Jake, apparently. I, I think Chris is trying to say that, you know, he essentially they're kind of besmirching the name of these MMA fighters who are great yeah. fighters because you're taking because you're limiting them. And, 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 and you're more cherry-picking guys that weren't great in the boxing skill set to begin with. You're not, to me, you're not testing yourself yeah. here. So it's just like you're, you're playing baseball or you're playing softball. And you're like, all right, let me get the shittiest baseball player. Here's the thing. Let, let me, let it's me, not working that way. Let me put, try to shed some light. When you're in high school, 
let's say ninth grade, do you make varsity right away or do you go JV first? Uh, I made varsity in eighth grade. Well, okay. Callahan, oh, y'all went to guy. the same building for school. Though. You even drove the bus, you said. Wait, so, so you went to high school in the eighth grade? Uh, I went to a private school. Okay. Not so it was all together. Dominican birth certificate, so it said he was an athlete. All right, well, let's 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 take you out of the equation because obviously you're a super athlete, and you know, for you know, I, I, hey, I could have made it if it wouldn't have right. been for my Cut to the chase. Sure, you, sure. You, you work your way up. I mean, that, that's how it works. Sure. Thank you, you. Work your way up, whether when, it be wrestling, right. boxing, whatever. You any sport, the, any yes. sport, whether it be baseball, football, whatever. Yeah, this kid is working his way up. Is he gonna start with like the toughest competition? Hell, Pro- probably not. We've we've well, seen we've seen boxers come in, you know, fifty and zero, you know, before or you know, twenty and zero. Let's let's not go that high. Let's twenty and zero, fifteen and zero, and their competition was not the greatest. No, because in they're, boxing they're, they're padding. Right, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. They pad their record because once you get to a higher level. You're going to need all that experience to be able to challenge for a championship. Sure. And so, that's the thing. You play the long game to build up to right. the chance to hit the for the championship. This you kid know? this kid just got signed to Showtime Boxing. Yeah. So he's a good product. To me, day. he's doing the same shit. Mm-hmm. He is picking fights that he thinks that he can win, which, hey, all the boxers have done it since the beginning of time. Hey, look it, at Floyd with some of his, man. Everybody's done it. Even even the guys that I follow, Miguel Cotto, yep. Felix, Felix Tito Trinidad, Macho Camacho, mm-hmm. all those guys. You know, El Chapo Tony Rosario. Marciano never did it though. Man, <laughs> now I'm just yes, thinking sure. America. Sure he the, did at the barbershop I'm, scene. I'm sure that Rocky Marciano came in and fought for his title fight, his first fight out. I'm sure he did that. Well, back then, yeah, there were probably only seven people boxing. Right. Oh, yeah. Right. And the tri-state area for his region for the gold <laughs> yeah. gloves. Yeah. So, listen, I don't I don't think that it's a bad thing that he's doing what he's doing in picking opponents that he thinks he can beat. He could, pro- he could beat him. Yeah, sure. But he would could put his lights out as well. No, and look, I'm up. cheering the hell out of Woodley. I want okay, Woodley to rip his fucking head off, but I, I shit just down his neck, take his money, you know, whatever. But I just don't I'm understand just, why you're like disappointed. Seeing, I just don't like seeing my MMA guys that I've followed and I've loved watching and shit like well, that. Well, you don't love Woodley. You just you love Woodley. To, you, no, I've you just started where, loving Woodley last year when yeah, he came on the we, show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look, it's like, so I think, how about this, Chris? I think I know what it is, right? What you're saying. It's just this. It's so with these kind of fights, that's when now all of the casuals suddenly start paying attention. So then they just start shitting on MMA, right? That's what I'm assuming part of that too. I get it. There's a chance that, you know, he could obviously maybe not win. But at the same time, compared to Jake Paul's last two fights, this is when now shit kind of starts getting real. Them training wheels are for sure coming off. I hope so. Because, you know, that's always, that has always been the debate since MMA ever started was that, you know, boxers would, would rip, you know, MMA guys or, you know, shields and PFL last night though. I know. Or MMA guys would rip boxers. But the problem is, is what we're seeing is not answering that question. Yes. The rule sets that change it up. It's like this, Mm -hmm. man. I could be great at chess, but somehow suck at checkers. Right. What What we need to remember is, is these are two different sports. 
Oh, what's up, fake black belts? They you are. Know, you know, so obviously if, you, if an MMA guy goes into boxing, most likely he's going to get dominated by the boxer. Yep, true. And vice versa. A yep. boxer comes in to an MMA you know, uh, fight, he's going to get dominated by the MMA guy. Then there needs to be a clause in the contract that, you know, they do a boxing match and then afterwards they do an MMA match. But that's not what that's <laughs> not what Jake do. Paul's doing. Jake uh -uh. Paul's doing boxing, strictly boxing. Yeah, he wants to become from what he's saying. You know, it could be true. Now, he wants to be a boxer. I don't know if it's for the payday, which shit, I would do it for a payday. But at the same well, listen, time, he like, te technically, he doesn't need the money. No, he no, makes, he's doing he makes plenty he of wants, that. He wants to do it to become a boxer, which. I respect that. At least he's working his way up in a sense that he's fighting legit people. It could be different if he did celebrity style and he was like, all right, Justin Bieber, I'm going to beat that ass. Come over here. Just that'd be a difference, right? Like, no, he, he's calling out. I cheer for him at that point. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, listen, the, the Paul brothers are, are shedding light on, on a topic that we've been discussing for years. And that is MMA fighter pay. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. It's not it enough. Right? It's and, this guy, and these guys are showing, hey, we can take the money out, out from the promoter's hands mm -hmm. and keep it all ourselves. No, And the fact that Dana's having to talk about this at press conferences is the best part, in my opinion. Yeah, because he's just getting he cornered. Gets, where he, he gets pissed. He's yeah. like, look, these guys are lying about their price. I'm like, I don't know, Dana. I know. He's trying to listen because it's competition for him. It's going to become competition. Well, <laughs> T. Woodley, you know, said that that was going to be his biggest pay. Egghead no. just pulled it up and said that it's in the seven figures. You know, I'm sure it's like one million bucks, you know. Low but, end. but still, that is a million dollars. But that's a guarantee, though. That part's guaranteed. Yeah. Plus pay-per-view points. points. Yep. Yeah, because he got, allegedly he got three million in his first title defense against Wonder Boy. Because uh, Wonder Boy was a big draw at the time. Okay. I mean, it still is, but I mean, but even then. So I mean, if so that's if that's the case, then that means his his figures are going to have to be over that. Yeah, four million. I mean, but like 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 Wallace said, I mean, if you cut out the promoter, promoter, and, and you're putting oh, you most of the money back in the guy's pockets, man, it shouldn't take a whole lot. Mm -hmm. Sure. And you know, uh, and you know, I, you know, I hate fucking antics. I don't like theater. I don't like what the whole combat shit has become. You know, and that to me, that's leading up to their fights is just a fucking cringe fest of shit. I can't watch it. Just blah. Yeah, 100 percent. What fake black belts just said. Yeah, go ahead. Read it. Uh, so fake black belts says the Paul brothers have created a new path to money in the fight business. It's not about skill. It's about the following. 100 percent. That's what we saw with fucking Connor and Floyd. Connor knew that that was not his area, you know. But he said, hey, I'm going to sell this fight to make some bank. But but it's kind of smart, too, because Woodley's got his own following. Yeah, he does. Mm -hmm. Not only does he have a following, you know, in MMA, he has a following in, you know, in the music business. Yeah. I'm about and to say, he, that's right. He's probably going to have Wiz with him walk out. I just need Tyron, if you're listening, I need you to walk he's out. He's not. He's not. I know. <laughs> he is. I need you to actually walk out to your song, In and Out of Love. He needs to come out too. I'm gonna beat that ass. <laughs> ah, beat I'll your beat ass. Your yeah. Hey, he has to. That's right. Like, did you all see? 
Did you all see the face-off where uh, Jake Paul asked him, okay, if you're so confident, why don't you put your mm-hmm. purse on the line? And, yep. and if you win, I'll double it. Yep. You know? What did you guys Which think sucks for that? him I'm because just... that was a no-win situation. I know. I know. Yeah. Because then if he says no, like he did, then he looks like, oh, you don't want to give out to charity? Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, but hey, come on, man. The possibility that he can get put out is there. Yeah, and then, and then you lose. No, but that's know, obviously too. That's that mental. Now. That's that mental yeah. with the boxing, right? That's they're bringing it back. They're giving us back these press conferences where you're just like, "I'm gonna take you out to a nice dinner," you know. I eat the children. So fake black belt said, "Tyrone, if you're listening, you have to stop making music." <laughs> Notice how the LOL is <laughs> yeah. yeah, that the LOL was in place of with due respect. All due yeah, yeah, respect. absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> he, he's making a joke, and, and you know we get it. <laughs> well, but wasn't that part of the issue? Is that you know a lot of people said that you know he lost because he he started dividing his attention too much. Yeah, you know, started the music, the acting, other stuff instead of just like. You know, it's, it's, it's kind, kind of the, the, the Rocky three scenario, right? We've mm-hmm. seen the story play over how yeah, many times I, in well, MMA. I heard, I heard that, but when he when that was going on where he was making his music, who was his fight? That was Darren Till. What happened oh, to man. Darren Till? Darren Till. Up oh, he, he, he knocked him out. No question yeah. about it. I mean, you know, that, that's one thing. So, he knocked so, out yeah. Till. He knocked out uh, Lawler, too. I mean... Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. that's kind of my concern with Tyron right now. It's just it's not that I don't want to see him fight. It's just that uh, after his last performance, even kind of like I think it was Rashad Evans just like breaking it down, just saying like because Tyron's discussed saying that he's not that he's fallen out of love with fighting, but after doing it for so long, all these weight cuts, especially at the pay he was getting before compared to what he'll make now with this fight, is just that motivation has to be there, right? You're not doing it anymore, especially in the UFC. You're not necessarily doing it for a paycheck. You're doing it because you want to be there. That risk to reward ratio is yeah, you'll get bank, but at the same time, because of a bad fight, your life could be permanently different off of a yeah. punch that's landed, right? Mm-hmm. So it's I just wanna I hope that the tyrant we see is the tyrant that wants to be fighting instead of someone that they're fighting because that's just what they're used to. It's yeah, because no I mean the, the last three times died. we've watched him, we've all watched his fight, and the whole time during the fight, we've all been saying either out loud to the people we're sitting around with or to ourselves, what's wrong? This ain't, yeah, this isn't the this time we saw yeah. that, that What's had going screaming because he knocked so-and-so out. Yeah, but I mean, look at this last fight against Burns. I mean, Burns was super hot, and and, and Burns started the leg kicks, and that was yeah. what it was. He said, but I mean, is this kicks, just the kind of and, the, down, and, and, well, the downside? I know, but, but, but he did a really damn good game plan. I mean, he set up the leg kicks, and he tagged him a few times with those, and all of a sudden he got him looking down, came up with that overhand right, and that was that was a damn good game plan. Yeah, but um, what about the Colby fight too, though? I mean, yeah, he had the injury, but even then, he just – it just yeah. – the thing with Tyron is this, and here's kind of like what I'm going with. I just feel like Tyron's just getting to that point where, again, it's – once you get there in age, it's not the same. You're not recovering the same. You literally have to tell yourself, I'm doing this because I want to do this, not because you think of this is just my job. No, that's – especially in the UFC, there's a difference between the guys that treat the UFC like their job – or the guys that treat it like it's their passion to fight. And some people have kind of said, you know, Tyron has to really reassess. Like, he's not, it's not the same guy. And again, it happens like, I hate to bring him up, but like, look at Tony. We all love Tony, but look, he's also getting to that point where it's okay to move on. You know, back then when you were in your younger years, you had a hell of a career. It's okay to move on. At some point, you will have to. 
do Either it that, now. You, you got to change your direction of how you fight. Yeah, no, do it now where it can be voluntary instead of you get fucked up one fight too many and your life's yeah. different forever. Yeah, because his I fighting can't. style is not conducive to you know <laughs> oh, no. having having you know making it out without CTE. Exactly, man. you know. Listen, I, I as the older statement in the group, I can attest to not being able to recover as I recover. <laughs> no, Exactly. Four, five, six years ago. That's what I'm saying. So you see that perfectly right there, right? So that's that's what my frustration with Tyron is. That's my concern with this fight. It's not that he's gonna, you know, what a fight's a fight. You can never, you're never guaranteed a winner with a fight. No. Even if you have a guy going for a dive, he can also break his end and then fuck the other guy up because the guy's expecting an easy fight. So that's the thing to me is I don't want to see Tyron just going in there and not having that desire to fight. Because again, man, it's. Even though I do think Mickey Rourke's boxing match was 100% a fix. 100%. Uh, is there well, any evidence of that? Watch the fight. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, uh, you've had it up here for a while, but uh, Gigabyte uh, Gaming said it's honestly concerning that this is the future of MMA. I don't I, know. I, I have to disagree not, with that. Yeah, It's not. I'm just going to say this. I would rather... Woodley and these other uh, MMA fighters go box uh, one of the Paul brothers and get paid seven figures, then go to like bare knuckle freaking yes. boxing. Get paid yeah, yeah. Brand, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like a PVZ versus Rachel Ostovich and bare knuckle. Oh. Like what the hell? Yeah, don't don't follow Lieben's route. Yeah. Uh-uh. No, Chris, like, Chris Lieben's hey, last hey, fight looked like a fucking murder. Hey, he, he, he fucked the guy up at least. But no, here's my thing. What I do like about this right now going on is. Guess what? If pre- if people at press conferences again keep on approaching Dana, mentioning "Yo, what the hell?" They're boosting the pay. There's gonna be a breaking point because right now everyone knows UFC is like that top tier for UFC or for MMA. Everyone, it's really not, not, not pay wise. Not you know, pay-wise. No, no, no. Just, just on the exposure on the tiers, right? Of exposure, like like you guys. Yes. Said. Right now, everyone thinks. Because how about this? What are the casuals gonna watch? Casuals, they're not gonna watch one. No. They're not going to watch Bellator. They're not going to no. watch PFL. No. They just think UFC, right? So if these guys can at least now get money away from Dana, amen, something's yeah, going to change. Until you start buying Bellator shirts or one shirts in Walmart, you know, mm-hmm. you're not at that level. Exactly. So s- some sort of change is going to have to come out of this. So that's that's kind of what well, I you would hope. But to. I mean, the problem is, is the UFC, the only way is it's, it's the only thing you can expect to change it's got to be eyes on product until they start losing eyes on product nothing will change i uh, to me bellator pays the best look at Corey anderson Corey anderson was released by the ufc he went to bellator and in two fights he's made more money than he did his entire yeah. career in the ufc also and you just you hope that but you hope that that model for bellator that model for one one i'm not worried about they're you know, they're for the they, diehards like us. So. Yeah. Well, but what are you what are you worried about the model with Bellator? Just, you just, that you can just keep that level of pay going. Well, that the, they, well, they, they they've been doing it for a while yeah, and they're no, still around. Forget. Not only that, they got a contract with Showtime. They're Boom, on Showtime. That's what I was about to say. So Showtime, and then what else? Who's doing Showtime? The, they're doing Paul fights. Yep. Fucking genius. Yeah, Showtime's making the move. They've moved on from that Showtime After Dark to now MMA stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What Showtime After Dark? Yeah, I aged, I aged myself. Cinemax joke. Yeah. Oh, that's Cinemax that's, After Dark. 
But no, they, Showtime had a thing had too. Yeah, yeah okay, Showtime thanks. had a thing too because uh, when when Cinemax was doing it, then Showtime picked up. Was like, yo, we can. Yeah, we're a premium money. cable channel. Yeah. And up. all of us thirteen year olds at the time were like, oh shit, boobs. Oh man, now the signal went out. Fuck. Yeah, all of us uh, without the pay channels just had to watch uh, USA up all night. Oh, you all were watching night. Silk Stockings, bro. I Hell know it. To the I know yeah. it. <laughs> But going back to the the Paul brothers and <laughs> and this whole fight thing. <laughs> I, I, I think it's it. great. Listen, yeah. MMA is always going to be MMA. Yep. You know what? My my biggest issue, again, always has been the fighter pay. I think yes. they should be paid more. I never uh, thought the Paul brothers would be the ones to make a difference, right? Right. No, right. That's <laughs> right. That's the, that's the thing that kind of sad. I think saddens a lot of people is it's these two guys <laughs> who's like bringing this to the forefront because you're just like, man, well, you start somewhere. Somebody's yeah. got to take the lead, right? Yeah. And these guys are grabbing the bull by the horns and be like, let us show you how you do it. They got the following for it. So that's good. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, again, MMA is always going to be MMA. Mm -hmm. Boxing is always going to be boxing. There's going to be, you know, this legit boxing where, you know, you have guys that are in contention for titles. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, this is new. We don't know what's going to happen with this. You know, we could see, you know, the Paul brothers fighting other fighters soon, you know, and, mm-hmm. and possibly oh. moving to that other, you know, tier. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I don't know about, you know, Logan Paul. I mean, Jake, you know, no, Scott, for sure. He seems more on Jake, it. Jake's got pretty good hands. Yeah. You I know, think from, Logan from just that, did it kind of to uh, just get some more eyes. That's. And listen, uh, Logan Paul is a hell of a wrestler. Yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. They both are. You know what? Then I'll pay attention when Logan wants to come and participate in the PGF. <laughs> I, I don't think B Mac can pay him enough. <laughs> right? Yeah, I don't think the I don't think the super chats are quite there. Listen, if but if Logan Paul wants to invest in the PG sponsor, hey, sponsor. Yeah, we we well, I, I say we. We know who to talk to. We we we, we know who talk. you can talk to. Yeah. yeah, but you know, hey, listen, I'm not I'm not going to shit on the Paul brothers like everybody else is doing. I think what they're doing is great. They're bringing more eyes to the sport, you know, even even if it's, you know, matches that you really don't want to see. That's cool. But boxing, we're talking about boxing. Go go watch, you know, ESPN, you know, top-ranked boxing. Yeah, top-ranked boxing or Fox as long as, boxing. As long or, as they're more interesting than – what was the boxing match we watched here at Connor the house? and Floyd, bro. Was it Connor and Floyd that Connor we watched? Floyd no, no, and- Con- Connor, Connor and Floyd was at my place. Oh, you're talking about whose house? Yeah. That's right, your house. And the, the matches before it were oh, just... Oh, the real guys like Gervonta Davis, I think, was one of the guys. Yeah, but they were just horrible matches. Monster. They were just horrible matches. They weren't oh, entertaining. No, that, that was good, but yeah, you had some that are just... so They were filler. Me, man. <laughs> they were filler episodes in an anime. That's what yeah, they yeah. were. Well, oh, no, with the with the Tyson uh, Jones Jr., that's what a lot of those were. You oh, that's right. We, 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 did, we did the fight companion for Tyson yeah, Jones. Yeah, that one. That's that right. one we, we had those where... That, that's where Jake Paul's first boxing match was with Nate Robinson. Surprisingly, that was a good one to me. I was like, oh, shit, that was fun. But then you had some other ones where it's guys that are kind of – they're in this weird purgatory of do I continue boxing? Yeah. Like Badoo Jack held a performance that night. Badoo Jack. Again, you remember the dude. That's right. Hell yeah. Amazing. Look, yeah. He came back out and fought again at uh, Logan Paul's undercard. So That's awesome. See? Yeah. You know, those are, those are guys that you know might not get a chance on top rank. 
or the Fox Sports fights. Mm-hmm. And they're getting they're getting a chance not only to make a buck, but to be seen. Yeah. And look at Miggy. Miggy remembered. I me. remember the guy. Exactly. Because they said Badu Jack, he was just kind of like his career again. It was just one of those guys where, you know, you maybe have like not doing so hot for a little bit. So eyes get off. Right. Of you. And that's right. So that's where I can see people try to argue in favor of UFC, for example, because the it's the whole promotion in charge of this. But with boxing, it's that individual boxer that needs to market themselves and all that. So shout out to Triller. I think they're the one that did the Jones Jr. Tyson fight because they got eyes on Badu Jack. He had another hell of a performance. Yeah, I missed that. I I, I didn't get the pay-per-view last time, but, you know. Yeah. No, it was it was pretty decent. Like Ocho Cinco was on there. <laughs> he, uh, he I fought. love that. I love that comment right there. Which one? The last uh, one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently Ariel Hawani is opening up a school of self-awareness jokes. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Now, I, I, I saw that Ariel's leaving ESPN. I don't, did you guys know what happened? Uh, yeah. I don't know if I would say leaving as much as sh- 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 going. Oh, so they're getting rid of him. What happened? I, I don't know. I just I read. Let's I mean, see. look. Okay, what what did you read? Allegedly. What what allegedly happened that, that he's that, that he, ESPN what I read uh-huh. was ESPN cuts cuts ties with Ariel Hawani. Okay. And I was just kind of like, "Oh, why? So, that was me the, surprised." But well, because is, Ariel's not been the, you know, he's not the most well-liked you know, MMA reporter. Listen, ju- just is. because Dana doesn't like him, that doesn't mean that other people don't like him. No, I mean, our boy, people, but- the, our boy DC does a podcast with him. So they're saying he, yep. he, he was uh, he was asked to take a pay cut. Okay. Uh, sorry. Let's see. Yeah, I know. So here's like some statement. I'll read a quick paragraph. There you go. Says, uh, Later. Oh, Black Black belt. Yeah. Kick ass at bare knuckle dog. Whoop some ass. All right, so uh, Ariel Hawani said, I know sometimes people leave jobs, networks, and they leave with sour grapes. They leave mad. They leave wanting to torch the bridge on the way out. I'm not going to do that. Hawani said in an Instagram video announcing his departure, I have a lot of respect for what ESPN stands for and a lot of respect for the people there, and I'm truly grateful for what they gave me and the opportunities they gave me. I'd be lying if I said I got there and thought that I would leave three years later, but this is a crazy world and a crazy business. And once I was given the opportunity to look at what else was out there, I found a lot of things that got me really excited. So, yeah, I guess it, he's trying to leave on good terms, at least. He's playing the political game. Yeah, too. I mean, he's he's playing the politically correct card because there's maybe an opportunity down the road for him to come back. Yeah, some, uh, well, but I'm, right I'm, I'm more I'm more interested in what led to his departure. Right, exactly. Where, where is he going? You know, what is he going to be doing? So yeah, it says uh, podcasts. No, no. So Action Network is something, I guess, for betting. He's going to be their MMA betting expert. That's what it's saying. Okay. It's not official yet, but that's maybe where he's going to end up. So, hey, hey, you said that they asked him, asked him to take a pay cut? Yeah. So I'm, I'm reading a New York Post article that okay. uh, talks about how after ESPN was taken over by uh, Disney, they got somewhat of a salary cap, uh, but also apparently – uh, Dana White's really wanted Helwani off ESPN because he what? really does not like him. Yeah, he hates okay. him. Color me surprised yeah. on that one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, and, and they're saying here in this article, like ultimately, it says ultimately ESPN's relationship with UFC is transactional. But, I mean, UFC has been like the the biggest draw for ESPN Plus. You know, UFC is what's honestly UFC is probably what's saved ESPN from a lot more cuts. Yeah, because ESPN yeah. was going down the shitter. Well, when they were showing like the the all their media was basically phone videos of people playing basketball and softball in the, you know yeah, at the local park, 
you know, you're like, oh, what the fuck is ESPN come to? Yeah, ESPN Plus basically at first before UFC was on it, it was essentially ESPN three with a paywall. Even well, already yeah. to access ESPN three, you need like a cable player. Let's, let's also, you know, put that put out that it was due to the pandemic that they were showing all that stuff. So because well, no, was, there was there no, was no, like, not really because ESPN's always done good. The pandemic is what fucked. Oh, it all okay, up. I see, yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying, yeah. But I mean, it's look, like, I enjoy being like, able to pull up the regional championships of cornhole. I'm about to on, say, yeah, on ESPN, ESPN Plus, ESPN yeah, Plus, but, I have to use it to watch my college play sports. But that's on the L yeah, show. Me too, and Mickey. Yeah. Right. <laughs> See, they just need to have the. They just honestly, they just need to have the Ocho as a channel on like Directv and shit like right. that. Right? No, just I hate it, it when they when they'll run like uh, ESPN will have like fights coming on, but they have to wait a little bit and put on ESPN use because the Spike Ball tournament's going on. Yeah, I'm like, it's cool and all, but I'm not trying to watch Spike Ball. I'm trying to watch Spike Fist to the face. Oh, me? yo, I was watching. What was it? Uh, Ultimate Frisbee. Co- no, no, it was college beach volleyball. Oh, that's okay. good. I, was I know like, it wasn't the dudes, huh? No, it was the chicks. But <laughs> bro, those that's chicks were watching. phenomenal. I was like, yeah. holy shit. You know, I played in high school, so you know, I was part of the team, even though I rode the bench. <laughs> <laughs> but you did it well. But I did it well and I supported. And you, you know, I, I did okay when I got in. Uh bro, I was so excited to watch it. I was like, fuck yeah, beach volleyball. I, I'm I'm yeah. all about it. So that's like Straight up, that's what ESPN Plus, I feel like, has been, you know, before. Because let's be honest, not everyone's going to watch ESPN Plus for that, right? They're not going to pay, what, five bucks a month? Like, hell, I only have ESPN Plus because I got Disney Plus. All the reason why. Well, I mean, I, I wanted to be so I could get the pay per views, which. Oh, by, that's right. Which, by the way, there is this a pay per view this weekend that is actually pretty damn good. It's stacked. I, I'm probably not going to get it, but. <laughs> It is it is pretty fucking amazing the fights. I mean, let me pull up the prelims here. Just on the prelims, we'll let you know. I'm just watching for early prelims, by the way. So in the prelims, um, the early you got to mention early prelims. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me go to yeah because you've got you've got prelims on UFC plus, and then I think they go to ESPN. I think it's all on ESPN according to Google. Well, Uh, early 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 prelims are on UFC Five Pass. And in there, I mean, you got Carlos Felipe versus Jake Collier. Don't know those guys. You got Forrest Ziam versus Luigi Venderimi, Vendra uh, oh. Mini. Wish you all the best of luck. Don't know. Then you, then you got uh, Ben Askren's son, hey. Chase Hooper versus Steven Ooh. Peterson. There we go. Okay. All right. Matt, Matt Frivola, who's a stud, against Terrence McKinney. Then you have uh, Penny Kinzad versus. Oh, yeah, she's great. Alexis Davis. Come on. Those are pretty good fights right yeah. there. They, then you go to the prelims on ESPN plus. Then uh, I don't know who Mofsar Evloev is or nor Hakeem. Hey, but that dude's 14 and no. That sounds pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Hakeem at the du- Wadu. Okay. That, that guy. And then after that, you got Lauren Murphy versus John Calderwood. That's a bar burner good. right there. Yeah. Yep. Then yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. Hey, there Your we go. boy, Eric Anders versus. Come on, Darren. Bruce. I need you to say it right tomorrow. <laughs> Darren Stewart, then Drew Dover versus Brat Riddell or Rydell. I, I'm not sure how to pronounce it. I think it's Riddell. Okay, cool. Those are good fights right there. Mm-hmm. And then in the in the main card, the main event, Paul, Paul Craig versus Jamal Hill. Come on, bro. Big boys. Big boys. 
Then you got Damian Maya versus Bilal Muhammad. I'm oh, looking forward to that. There's going to be some jujitsu right there. Oh, yeah. you think? And then oh, you yeah. got Leon Rocky Edwards versus Nate Diaz. Come on, dog. Come on. That's a good fight. Then after that, you got Davison Figueredo versus Brandon Moreno in the rematch of what could have been possibly the fight of the year. Had Sean Whaley and uh, Joanna not won that. Yeah, yeah, it didn't go to war. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and then uh, the rematch between Ar- uh, Israel Adesanya and Marvin Vittori. That, that's a pretty good, pretty you good know, pay per view right there. Yeah. And isn't the, the DS fight going to be five rounds still? Yeah. The DS fight is oh, yeah. five rounds. Bro, that well, might be worth it. That yeah. might be worth it. Yeah, I, I mean, I think it's worth it. I just, I'm probably not gonna get it because I'm trying to keep, you know, my change in my pocket. Yeah, like I said, we'll let you know because uh, I, we've got some shit we've got to take care of. But I'm, I'm trying to have one more UFC before I'm gone. So, and I don't know if there's any others that are worth a shit before I'm out. Well, when, when are you? When are you leaving for Atlanta? <laughs> uh, for good will be the. Uh, it will be July, um, no June. Well, I've got to be. I start up there July sixth. Oh, so oh. so that weekend. So July second, first second, I'll be leaving sometime up there, and then that's when I'll be stuck. Uh, the family won't be moving up there till sometime in July, probably later part. <laughs> Why July? Yeah, I know, right? Why July? Why not August? <laughs> Sorry, that didn't hit like I thought it would hit, but oh, anyway. it hit. It was fun. <laughs> it's good. Um, what were we talking about before we got into the UFC? I don't know. Uh, uh, we were talking about uh, the Pauls and before PGF for life. PGF. Oh, let's go. Let's go back to the PGF. We we kind of we 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 started with the first match. That's right. Yeah, talking about PGF, but then we were like, remember that Chris was talking this shit about our boy Tyron. We I know. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, listen. Just to before we we stop talking about the Paul brothers and you know and Tyron, uh, shout out to the Paul brothers. What keep doing, Tyron. Keep doing what you're doing. You know, don't don't let the haters affect you. You know, even though you probably don't give a fuck. Make you know. Dana uh, mad. That makes me happy. Yo, just make yeah, your money. You make your money. I ain't hating. You know, I ain't player hating player. Nah, hell nah. Make your money. You know, and if you want to fight Tyron and Tyron wants to make it, you know, a couple million dollars and you're gonna give it to him. More power to you, Tyron. I hope that you do well. I, I, I you know, I, you know, I just I hope, hope you that you have a great event. I hope it's a good match. I hope it's a good fight, and I hope that both of you come out uninjured. Yep. That, that's all I'm gonna say about that. Boom, bada bing, bada boom. There you go. Make that motherfucking money, son. Anyway, let's move back to the PGF. Um, so we talked about that Evan Stapler uh, match versus uh, Colvin. Uh, let me pull it up. Uh, Worst egghead stuff. Oh, what the hell? Uh, maybe ha- on eggheadwarrior.com? No, I, I did have it up. Yeah. Oh, probably when you close out the window and let us. <laughs> oh, that's right. I did. I did. I, I closed it out on by mistake. All right. Continue reading. Uh, and worse, worse. Oh, that's not it. Oh, shit. So, anyways, the next fight, uh, next match, pardon me, was uh, uh, Matt, the competitor formerly known as the main Elkins uh, versus Steven, uh, the dream. The dream making, yes, yeah. and that was that, that was legit. That was a fight back and forth. Um, I mean, it was it was really cool seeing the the dream live show afterwards, and you know some of the interviews with uh, Matt Elkins about it. But uh, you know, he shot on Aiken, and he's like, "Oh, 
there's a reason heavyweights don't shoot on each other. It's a whole <laughs> lot of weight on top of you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Listen, um, uh, we 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 kind of talked about this. I mean, um, we did pick Matt Elkins to win that match. We were hoping that it was going to be longer so we could see Steven's full game because this game is made for the long game, you know, the long run. Um, I love Stephen Aiken, man. He's such a good dude. Great vibes, it, it, man. It was, it was hard to pick against him, yeah. you know. I, Man, it, it almost broke my heart to pick against him. But, you know, that's what we do. We, we make our picks. We, we, we play the fantasy just like everybody else in the PGF. And we pick whoever we think is going to win. And it was nothing personal. And you and I, Egghead, talked to uh, uh, the Dream in the lobby. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that was one of the things. Actually, he talked about it in the in the podcast that we had him on with. Uh, with Elijah. With Elijah. You know, that, you know, the, the whole media part of it, sometimes those guys do take it personal. And it's, you know, I, I can yeah. understand to a, to a certain extent, you know. Um but hey, when you're trusted in the spotlight of something that's up and coming, like the PGF, the Professional Grappling Federation, for those guys that are listening that don't know what we're talking about, uh, you can anticipate, you know, people not picking you to win. You know, sure, I mean, it, that is part of it. It is, and he's acquitted himself so well throughout yeah. the season, just just fighting in, in that match. He showed so much heart, so much black belt skill, and so many defenses. And in the end, that triangle, and he, he admitted later on, uh, he, he had some neck issues. And so when he pulled down on his head, that that, that just was the straw. Yeah. But I think we've seen, you know, bo- both through his matches in the season and through the Dream Live show, the Dream Behind the Scenes show, just so much content on about with the man and the 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 the, the, the jujitsu black belt, the, the the instructor, the teacher that he is. Yeah. Where, he, where he's coming from when he's building his tribe. I mean, all I can say is that the people of Perry, Georgia, and the people around there, man, they, they are lucky. They're lucky. They struck gold with that guy, man. Yeah, oh, 100%. It's like, yeah, before, like growing up in Georgia, I would never bother stopping in Perry and they get gas. But now I got to stop there and train some jujitsu when I'm back home. Yeah. I mean, how far is it away from Savannah? Uh, it's like two hours. Oh, that's not bad. It's like, dude, I could go there same day easy. So, mm-hmm. yeah. That's like a trip to Orlando for us. Yep, exactly. Same. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I I I hope that that his school takes off. I mean, same dude. They you know they, so. you know with with the pandemic, you know, quote unquote, easing up, and you know more people going out, and mm-hmm. you know more people getting back to regular life. I hope he gets a hundred students. I hope he he, yeah, he has he, to. He I has hope a he has group now. Yeah. I hope mm-hmm. that he has to move out to a bigger space because Same. they just can't fit more people in yeah. there. Yeah, don't you forget. Know? Um, shout outs to him again too. Uh, his uh, what is it called the the Southern Grappling Classic? I believe. I'm sorry, the, mi- the Mid South, the Mid South Classic. Yeah, bro, look at that. Like he's already what did like his second or third one. This will be his third, I believe. The guy is doing phenomenal. Not mm-hmm. only that, he's got a camp in Costa Rica. That's right. Yep. Where, where it's like in an, an all-inclusive place. Mm-hmm. You know, you can go down there and train. I believe that Elijah said that he wanted to go. And go. Yeah, that's right. It was going wanted- from one week into two weeks to fit everyone that wants to go. Right. So, mm-hmm. I mean, he's doing great. He's he wants things happen. Yeah, he wants to put uh, money into grapplers' hands, which yep. is amazing, you know. Mm-hmm. The more tournaments that we have where guys the better are trying. Yeah. So, Especially- 
Go ahead. Especially in the South, right? So in the Northwest, something I never expected was there's a huge presence in the jujitsu scene. Hell, like a chail with submission underground, right? Have right. guys come out there and then Washington does stuff. Oregon does stuff. It's nice to see that going down to the South because there's a lot of great guys. Mm-hmm. People just don't know about it because, you know, unless you're going to go to Naga, you're not going to see them sometimes. And yeah, but, they but won't do Naga either because well, you're not getting any that. money in that. Exactly. So why not create that? What we see yeah. elsewhere, let's recreate that down there, dude. It's it's happening. It's happening. I'm just pumped for it. Listen, well, I'm not. Thing, go ahead, Greg. Well, is that uh, you know, with, with Isaac Stackhouse there and and Blind Lincoln Productions, he's getting lots of great content out there. I think he said he had a post like in the last 28 days, he had five days worth of uh, people watching his stuff. Nice. I mean, so so he, he's gaining some traction out there. I mean, he's kind of following, maybe following the BMAC model. Of, of getting the stuff out there. I think I remember the first time I heard about BMAC talking about how uh, originally first, like all, all the shows he did and stuff like that, it really just ballooned up his his, his membership at his actual gym. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so hopefully it, it goes there and, and beyond. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's what I'm hoping for, man. Like, again, I'm super stoked to go back home again just to see this. Well, when, nice are you, when are you coming home? Hopefully, hopefully August or September. Hopefully. I don't know yet. All right. So. My my plan is to go to Austin for the qualifier. The uh, I believe that's going to be the last qualifier in October, yep, October, October 19. Uh, I'm going to also attempt to go to the qualifier in Atlanta, which I believe is August 14th. 14th. I'm not. I'm Austin, not. Texas, October 9th. October 9th. Okay, cool. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna drive to Atlanta. I'm gonna try to fly. <laughs> so by then, Chris will be established at home. Maybe. Maybe. No. If no. not, we'll be. If not, we'll be at. We'll be at the estate. Oh, okay. Cool. Can I? Can I come and stay at the estate? Absolutely. All right. Cool. I want to yeah. hang out with Ernie Max. Hell yeah! Oh, look who it is. What up, Tiago? What up, dog? Yeah. All right. Well, I hate to cut out, but I gotta run. Well, listen. Cut out. You take off. We'll finish yep. off uh, the last uh, of the PGF, and we'll probably sign off after that as well. Okay, so, man. Take Love it you guys. Catch you later. Yep. Peace. Peace. Cheers. All right. So we were talking, and the Matt Elkins and Stefan Aiken, as, as Chris calls them. <laughs> <laughs> so, again, love, love Stephen Aiken. I think he's such a great dude. I hope that his school takes off as well, you know, and – He's, he's just doing great things. Miss out classic. Shout out to them. They got one coming up. Uh, next match. Next match was Elijah, the bad guy, Carlton versus Kamoy rated R Anderson. Yeah. Yep. So that went kind of like how we thought it was going to go. I mean, yeah. Kamoy such a stud though. I mean, at that level, it's just, it's hard to predict us, you know, one, one bad move mm-hmm. and Kamoy could, you know, take him out. But oh, he, he ripped his arm off. Easy. Yeah, yeah. But Elijah, you know, he he's he's on fire. He's been on fire for the last two years. Mm-hmm. So he was not gonna let that happen. And you know, he did what he had to do. You know, he uh, Kamoy was trying to figure out a way to enter his guard. You know, and mm-hmm. pass his guard. And you know, he grabbed the leg and got there the heel go. hook. Yeah. So, what were your thoughts on that match? Oh, uh, me. Uh, you know, yeah, Miggy yeah, wasn't there, so yeah, that's my anniversary that day. Oh, so. Okay, oh, okay, yeah, very well. <laughs> so, I mean, 
hit the nail on the head. I mean, Elijah's guard. I mean, we'll talk about it again here in a, here in a couple minutes, but uh, you know, that it, it's just a puzzle. I mean, that's, we, we saw that in their first match during the regular season, you know, Kamoy's trying to figure it out. You know, you, you try to engage, try to get your right grips. And if you don't, you need to disengage. Well, Elijah, when he disengaged, came after him and got him. Yeah. You know, and, 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 but, but dang, his guard is, is just sick. I mean, well, okay, yeah. 37 minutes of Sam trying to get past his guard um, or, or whatever. We'll, 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 we'll get to that. We'll but, get but to anyways, that. I mean, th- you do that because that guard is that good. I mean, and, and mm-hmm. yeah, much love to Gamoy. Um, awesome guy. Great competitor. I mean, obviously, funny so, guy, funny guy. Because if you yes. look, if you look at his Facebook, bro, it's like you, you just chuckle. The I, shit I that his, he posts, I, I love it too. I love his vlog as well. Uh, he did that, you know, going going up to 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 winning the uh, the, the the brown belt title. Um, uh, fight to win. to win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he's a lot. I mean, obviously, no slouch whatsoever. Brown belt no. title holder, strap holder, fight to win. Uh, great guy. Teaches the the, the competition group. Uh, out there, yeah. Planet El Paso, yeah. Planet El Paso teaches there, you know. So he, he's legit. Like I said, he's he's also very very funny. So um, Hell it was yeah. great. But Elisha's, you know, first first the first ballot, the first guy in the Hall of Fame, no question about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred percent. Yep. So then after that, we had uh, Sam Barbosa versus Kevin Primo. Kevin Primo replacing Jake Elkins. Uh, again, sad that we didn't get to see Jake because he had prior obligations, but super happy that if anyone was going to replace him, it was Kevin Primo. He was just so happy to be there and competing. And like he looked like he was, you know, back to to full health. So um, I can't remember how, how long the match went, but I believe Sam took his back. Yeah, and you know, got a rear naked choke. We kind of predicted that this was how it was going to go, but again, it was awesome to see fucking Kevin Primo in in this tournament. Which again, these guys are up to two twenty five. Kevin Primo is like around one seventy, one eighty. I think he probably had a little more weight on him, just uh, just just because not being able to work out as much uh, mm-hmm. from the COVID. Well, um, he, he's and, doing uh, he's doing season three at one seventy. So uh, he's had some funny posts on Facebook about it. okay time to, uh, time to make this happen. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to lay off the donuts. Uh, I'm not sure donuts, but he's he's you know go down to one seventy. He's got to get some cardio going on. Yeah. Uh, I, I I rolled with him a couple times while I was out there. And, How did that uh, feel? Oh wow, he's a he's a <laughs> hell of a grappler. Uh, and, and he, he definitely doesn't feel feel like one seventy. I'll tell you that. Did he crush your soul? A little bit. A little bit. No, he's, he's super, super great guy. Nicest guy in the world. Um, but but cagey. Like they talk about, he does this kind of weird things going on. He's got that. He's got that straight arm lock off of the uh, uh, the turtle thing. That it's like holy crap. He catches people with it all the time. And that would that was one of his you know possible avenues to winning this match. Is, is possibly sneaking that in there. Um, which is funny. Kind of funny because he seems like because Sam's a little bit. Um, a little bit different as well uh, mm-hmm. with his stuff and, and they're, they're both cardio and, and, and just, you know, masters and, and super strong guys. It was funny. Like uh, not the best matchup for, for Primo, if he's going to face anyone, because it was kind of like another guy like himself, but a Brown belt and bigger. Yeah. You know, but, but super happy he was there. Yeah. Um, just, just, just great, great dude. 
<laughs> All right, let's see. We got a we got a question here. It says, uh, "Yo, Miggy, what would you do if you were the underdog match against Primo and still manages to impose your game and win?" So wait, like, uh, if I was, can you read it, bro? It says, "Yeah, no, I'm saying like it's still it managed." Wait, so still manages to impose your game and win? So like, I lose to Kevin Primo. It says, "What I would think, you I do?" Think win. Oh, if and I win, what would so, you do if you were to the win? Underdog, what I would do to win? Dude, I'm just gonna play leg locks. That's it. You don't think Kevin Primo knows leg locks, bro? He's got. A I hope awesome I know a little angle. bit more. <laughs> you know, see. <laughs> All right, next matchup we had that was the semifinals. Yeah, that would have been uh, Hunter Colvin versus Matt Elkins. Wow, wow, bro. Listen, Matt Elkins went for a leg lock, and I, I just don't even know how to how to say that that move that he does where he just, you know, he spins and takes your back from a leg lock. Well, it's kind of a Baron Bolo. So it's funny. It's is, like that, the, is that what it is? Because, well, because he, he uh, okay. Wait, so, 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 so BMAC, this was like, actually during that month, like that, that was kind of what he was trying to teach everyone okay. at 10th Planet Decatur was, um, what was, the, you know, to, to, to save your leg obviously first, but right. then to do a calculated role, Right. To expose their back. Oh yeah, right. yeah, that's a that's like how the meows play from and, like and, and, entanglements. I'm sorry. Sure, and and then and then to climb up and, and get it. I, I forget. Mm-hmm. So it's I like, like a, so you do like a it's ten planet warm ups have it. We used to do it, Wallow. Like, uh, bro, it's been right, it's so, been right, it's so, been years. So basically, they have like um they don't have a fully locked in honey hole. They have like both of the legs are out cross you cross. So you you have to have your like your leg under theirs, and you do like a half bear and bolo. And you basically pop them up into back. So as you roll, you just reach out and you, you grab well, them. In. Are you talking about Kiss of a Dragon or something like that? Uh, uh-uh, not Kiss of the Dragon. So it would be like uh, a. I think it was on Granby days because it's essentially yes. from the Granby. So that's that's, that's Fuck, the I can't remember idea, is, is the Granby, but but it was funny because the Kiss of the Dragon was the second uh, iteration of him of him doing that and it, and it showing us in a different way. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the way that BMAC does his classes is is, is, is amazing. Uh, you know, teaching you and building up these ideas. Uh, but yeah, that, the, the concept was like, you know, free the knee, freaking yep. uh, uh, calculated roll to expose have shin, the back. Yeah, shin contact, I think, to the back of the leg. Because obviously you, you want to have your knee out because if it's in, you're getting leg locked. So I think knee out a little bit and then you just roll in with them. By the time you roll, it's going to pop them up to where they land up in back control. So like, so you get the back that way. But but Colvin did like, you know, not only that, you know, obviously to, to, to win the dang thing, but he also did. Uh, I forget what the heck it was. A couple other things that, like, yeah, even Elkins is like, okay, you guys can clap for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was funny when when they got done and he pretended like uh, like he broke his toe and he like put it back together. That was hilarious. You didn't yeah. see that? Oh, okay, I, I, dude, uh, my dude, uh, I'm in the middle of a move. Essentially, I'm going crazy. All right. So then, after that, the second uh, semifinals was. Uh, Elijah Carlton versus uh, Sam Barbosa. That was Man. that was that was a long one. That was uh, there. Th- that was this season's uh, Joe Kai and Primo. No, no, because because Joe Kai and Primo was nonstop action. action. Yeah, nonstop this just- action. This this one we were checking our phones. This one we were yeah. like commenting on the damn you know mm-hmm. live stream freaking like stuff. Um, yeah, well, I'll say this. I'm not. I'm not gonna bash Sam because Sam said such a nice guy. Yes. No. No. But I. I. I was sitting next to his coach, and 
I don't think that that was the game plan. Mm-hmm. I I think that his coach wanted him to smash and pass. Yep. But then the problem is, like you said, we talk about uh, Elijah's guard later. The problem with Elijah's guard is he has it set up so that you can confidently think, I'm passing this. Next thing you know, fuck, I'm tapping to a triangle. <laughs> That's yeah. the problem. It's so weaponized. It is. And, and so the thing is, like, I, I think I remember hearing his coach say after, like, 13 or 15 minutes, okay, uh, we're, we're warmed up now. Um, and, and so, again, Sam's such a great guy. I'm not going to bash yeah. him. Like, mm-hmm. I have to think he's also a very cerebral guy. Yes. So yeah. I, I think he was probably just trying to figure out how to get past the guard. Yeah. Right. Like, uh, right. I think Elijah touched on that uh, last time, right? He was just saying that uh, Sam was just trying to uh, just kind of like feel out his patterns or something like that. Right. And right. that's, dude, with, when it comes to Elijah, again, he has that pass weaponized. So you think, shit, I'm getting this over under pass. Well, he's not, he's not giving you the same pattern over and over. That's the thing, too. He's, he's able to calculate it. Like, he's that- so good there. While the match was not what we were we were expecting, and he went a little long, I understand that he was just trying to figure him out, and he just yeah. couldn't. Couldn't he? Couldn't he? Just couldn't because. And, the, go ahead. So no, no, go ahead. What's different too is this isn't like during the PGF season where they're going day after day after day. There's been months since you last saw Elijah compete, right. and Elijah's been submission underground, high rollers, and all these other things. So. Guess what? Elijah's evolved even more now since then, so it's going to be even tougher to kind of at least get an idea of what his thought process is like. I, I agree with you 100% because every time we see him, you see something a little bit different. And Some I touched, motivation, dude. I, I, I touched on that on the stories. I, I posted a story for all the competitors. Mm-hmm. I did like, like a photography story, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that was one of the things that I noticed is that Elijah doesn't give you the same look over and over. Mm-mm. You know, one minute you can, you know, he's looking for your legs, but while you're worried about your legs, you end up in his triangle or vice yep. versa. Yep. So I mean, compare season one to now for, with Elijah. Yeah. Oh, it's just the evolution's ridiculous. Yeah. This, this kid is just, you know, and I call him kid. He's in his twenties, almost, you know, what? Yeah. 25, 26. Like that. But still, man, there's yeah, but we can like, still be his dad. So yeah, yeah that's true. Like that's it. true. That's true. I, I wouldn't want to be his dad because you know Beat that ass, he, right? he, his son beating dad's ass, that, that would not be good. But uh no, Elijah shows you that there's levels to this. Like yeah, he's that proof yeah. of you know it's, and listen, let's let's be real. Sam is a hell of a grappler. Yes. Oh yeah, no question. Let's not take anything away man, from that's, him. That's what makes it even more impressive, right? You know, yeah. it's just the fact that these two guys are able to do that, and then Elijah is just able to, because what I like about that match with Elijah and Sam is you just see Elijah kind of like, it's not that he's sitting there calculating what can happen. It's just more of like he's like, all right, if you go this way, I'm going to do this. If you go that way, I'm going to do that. It's just Elijah's just waiting for all these traps he has set up to mm-hmm. go into effect. To me, right. that's what's scary about Elijah. Just reacting. Mm-hmm. Just like, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's just like, you choose wh- how I defeat you. That's how it is with Elijah. Yeah. And Red's going to get his damn black belt. Come on. Uh, <laughs> I, well, I, I did find out that he's 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 brown belt is not under Sean Applegate. It's under uh, the guys. Agogi. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, so then you know that match went. I think it was like forty minutes. Yeah. But again, that. shout out to Sam for trying to figure out Elijah. Unfortunately, oh, yeah. you know he he wasn't able to figure out the puzzle, and he got caught in a triangle and a mounted triangle, which was mm-hmm. you know. He, he even tried to escape that, which was 
hella impressive because she was bridging and I'm like, oh shit, is he going to get out? But Elijah was just a, a little too much and he was not able to get out. Elijah advances to the finals to face Hunter Colvin. And, and, and again, just to talk about Sam for, uh, you know, he came in the next day. Great seminar. Yeah. Um, nice. just, it was like just, just great attitude. Still, still the smiling, you know, happy to teach you get right in there. That's awesome, just, man. Hell just, yeah. That's good. Yeah. Just learning from him was great. I mean, he, he is, he is super skilled and like we talked about just a, uh, I think we saw it from, from even the sidelines. If you saw, you know, both in the, the regular matches, you heard it. And also the, the behind the scenes, a great coach. I mean, the guy really, really thinks about this stuff and just blows mm-hmm. my mind how awesome he is and how you know articulate he is, uh, thoughtful he is for such a young man. Yeah, for 23 years old like 23, that. Come on. Man. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a good kid. Yeah, definitely. Um, The final. Uh, congratulations, Egghead. You called it, obviously. I, I mean... I, I even in, in Hunter's story, I, I did say you came in as the favorite. However, you still had to beat my guy and you you beat my guy. You beat Elijah and congratulations. I mean, uh, I, I try I try to be as respectful to everybody in that story, in the in their stories, yeah. you know, because obviously those are things that I was capturing for them, something mm-hmm. that they could look back on and say, hey, this is how I was remembered. These are my pictures. This is something that I can share with my family, my friends. So I was not about to be like, oh, you suck, bro. Yeah, you know? <laughs> well, no, like like you mentioned too, for some of these guys, like Cough Cough Elijah, yeah. this, that foundation still being laid, man. Yeah, We don't and, know and, if in a few years we see Elijah at the ADCC podium. Well, listen, and, and Hunter is fairly young as well. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, and, dude. Even Hunter, right? Listen, Hunter. next. Hunter was in, in, you know, share the match with uh, Rafael Lovato Jr. Yeah, exactly. And he did very well. Yeah. He did fucking awesome. Oh, and that was in the Gi, too. What? Yeah, bro. So, Shit. so see, yeah. yeah, these are guys that are coming in, man. That listen, I got, I got nothing but respect for Hunter. He, he did amazing. He beat my guy, but I can, I can, I can appreciate it, you know? So, um, it went like you thought, Egghead. I, I was hoping that, you know, that patented Elijah triangle was going to land or, you know, that heel hook, but it yeah. just it just didn't happen. And Hunter, you know, had the puzzle figured out because the match didn't go long. I think it was like seven or eight minutes. Yeah. Was it? What was the finish again on that one? It was a rear naked choke. Rear naked. Yeah. So. But but then, uh, then Colvin just did like the super class thing. Absolutely. Uh, and, and did the shout out to, to, to Edwards. Um, just, Which, by uh, the way, he's doing much better. He's out of the hospital. Nice. Yeah. And he said that he's walking again. I think nice. he's walking with a cane. But stay walking. But he's yeah. walking and doing much better, which is nice. good to see. Yeah, that was man. amazing. Hey, hey, go ahead, Egan. I'm sorry. I, I cut you off. No, no, man. I'm just like, you know, it said Colvin. Colvin's a class act. Great guy. Absolutely. 100%. I mean, yeah. Tulsa's a great place, man. He, he comes from a good area. Uh, I saw he trains in Tulsa, maybe Broken Arrow. Uh, good, good people out there. Um, and he's just a great champion of the PGF. I mean, just somebody you could you could really say, hey, that guy's that guy's uh, a warrior. That that mm-hmm. guy, but also a class act. Yeah. No, no longer in Tulsa. He now resides in Denver, Colorado. He is yeah. part 
part of team elevation. Oh, nice. Yeah, because yeah, he's going for the MMA thing. Now. Yeah, I mean, nice. I, I, I don't know if you can take it private or take classes with him. But maybe you can hit him up and see if he was willing to do privates or whatever. Because I don't know if Team Elevation allows outside no, not non-athletes to come in and train. I think mm -hmm. I think they're primarily focused on the on, de on developing fighters. Yeah. So I'm not quite sure, but there's something you know. that can be done. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. A gym. I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah. And bring him in. That, yeah, that, guy, that guy. That guy yeah. would be phenomenal. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like you, my goal would be to have, you know, when when Rob opens up headquarters is to have some of these guys come out of here. And I think Elijah and Hunter would be like, that'd be phenomenal. Top, yeah. At the top of the list to bring in. Dude, but, you know, that, that, that's, that's something I would have to speak to Rob about. No, for know? sure. For sure. So, again, congratulations to Hunter Colvin. PGF season two finale mm -hmm. champion. Yo, not only that, shout outs to all the guys that competed, like as a fan, appreciate it. Like a 100%. Is, um, like you mentioned with your story, how you kind of laying out the foundation, even yeah. for guys like Steven Aiken, where he's kind of retiring from the competition scene. To me, what's so cool is everyone that competed, they're working on something else now outside of the PGF. And I know that that experience is going to help them make something even better. Like Steven building up the school, the Costa Rica camp, guys like Evan, you know, helping his jujitsu game evolve. Even a uh, judo Justin, a white belt doing this. Yeah, and we got to see like you know his last match, huge improvement compared to his first one. One hundred percent. Man, like I love it. I love to see what Bmax doing with this. Well, listen, I I definitely want to see Stephen Aiken back in. I know that he's not going to be competing much longer. I think he's got one more tournament mm -hmm. uh, uh, for finishers, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, nice. He, he mentioned. I, oh, I'm not okay. sure, but. Yeah. I think that's going to be his last competition. Mm -hmm. And then he's just going to focus on his school and, you know, yeah. running tournaments and stuff like that. But also, I believe BMAC wants him to be part of the PGF somehow. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I would love to see, you know, some commentating, whatever. Yeah, it's something. I, I want to see him at the finales. You know, I'm, I'm going to try to make as many finales as I can, yeah. you know. So I, I, I want him involved, too, because he's such a great guy. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I, I digress. Congrats, Hunter. You did amazing. Any other thoughts before we go? We've we've been on for a minute. I can't believe we're still on an Instagram. Normally okay. they yeah, they, they have like an hour limit. We're oh, going wow. we're going on an hour and a yeah. half of just yeah. just yapping and talking about all this stuff that's been going we're on. We're catching up for last week, man. That's why. Right, right. That is it true. Because we were we were off last week. We were just catching up. But uh any final thoughts before we go? No, I'm no. just excited for this weekend. You know, like so like uh Peace Love and Criminal mentioned there's Bellator tonight. Probably gonna give that a watch too. Ah oh, man, um, I don't have showtime. Yeah, yeah, so I gotta think I, I don't know i'll figure that out but uh, no i'm excited so good weekend for combat sports yeah definitely oh well, yo shout outs to your son oh that's right we have to, <laughs> oh shit how could i forget well cjj man Come on. so yeah. my all right now we're going for another hour our our, our, <laughs> our our homie uh so our boy chris crawford uh he was going on vacation with his mom to cancun mexico to watch cjj well Apparently, uh, Ben Eddy pull, had to pull out, out of his match at CJJ Mexico, which is CJJ Mexico was going on Saturday. Mm -hmm. CJJ Worlds was on Sunday, and that yep. was what, what we saw on Fight Pass. Well, Chris took Ben Eddy's spot in Cancun 
and won his match in like a couple of minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Super he fast. went Jackie Chan to uh, uh, to heel hook. So congratulations to our boy. He is doing Madonna. phenomenal. He 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 won his last uh, CJJ uh, Worlds match where he was on the grand stage. He he went into overtime, and I know that 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 was killing him. But yeah. in this one, he finished in regulation. So congratulations. I actually talked to him uh, via text this morning. He's nice. uh, he's doing another tournament in Maryland. I believe he's on the 27th of this month. And then, and then he's got another one coming up in August 14th. So shout out to our boy. He's doing Hell phenomenal. Yeah. Keep it up, bro. Yeah, he's on fire. Nice. That kid is. All right. Glad to hear that. Anything else before we go? Uh, just uh, for any grapplers that are listening to this that are 170 pounds and under, um, just know that uh, you too could be on the PGF. PGF season uh, three has the qualifiers. Uh, has, has the qualifiers coming up? The first one's coming up uh, this June 26th in Decatur, Alabama. Then we got July 10th in Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, August 14th, Atlanta, Georgia. September 11th, Jacksonville, Florida. October 9th, Austin, Texas. You can find this all on pgfhome.com. Hey, if you're interested, remember the, the PGF is amazing for so many reasons. One of the other great things is, hey, you can be a dirty blue belt like myself, and you can still be on this thing. In fact, you know some of the biggest guys have been blue belts. The, the biggest mm-hmm. star, Seth Tatum, uh, season one. Oh yes, I got triangled to hell by him uh, while I was at the training, <laughs> and it's legit. Uh, you know, and obviously Evan Stapler making the stage this time. Um, so hey, they, they want exciting grapplers. Uh, you know, you, you know, Max says even it, even if you're a judoka. Uh, yeah, you just want to come and mix yeah. it up, uh, sambo, whatever. Uh, Wrestlers, but if you can get, yeah, yeah, cash wrestling. If you if you're interested, here's the thing: you go to this qualifier, you pay a hundred bucks. You know, obviously the the one person that wins, they get an automatic bid. But hey, they're going to interview you, and so if if you're interesting on camera and you're interesting on the mat, you might just get yourself a spot at, at the PGF one week, Decatur, Alabama filming all the all the things and then you get your name in the in, in the spotlight mm-hmm. yeah, so there, so there's going to be five automatic mm-hmm. spots for the qualifiers for whoever mm-hmm. wins i believe there's one already slotted for elijah if he wants to take it we don't know yet we don't know if he's going to be in season three because he's got other things going on and he wants to be paid <laughs> yeah, hey, but here's the thing the more people that show up to the qualifiers and pay up for the for the you know the signing fee yep. that goes into the pot pocket, that get, yep. that gets paid at the end so the fighter's pocket exactly that that money's going to your pockets if you win it all mm-hmm. so season 1 i believe it was like the winner got a 1000 bucks season 3 uh season 2 which was the one that we just finished they uh it was $3000 yeah. for the winner Nice. And I think they're trying to bump it up to five thousand. What? So, that, so the more you know, so, the more people that show up. So you're high, telling me, yes, that BMAC is going to pay them five k and exposure. Well, maybe five k. Also, depends depends on how many people show up. How the, about this? The, more than goal, Maga. Exactly. Their goal is five five uh, k, but if more people show up and that pot gets up to you know ten g's. Hell, somebody can walk. Yeah. So, hey, just look it up. PGFhome.com, like Egghead said, there's five qualifiers for the next five months. 
You got June, July, August, September, and October. Find out the one that's nearest you, enter, and if you're a stud grappler, you have the chance to possibly be in. Even if you don't win the qualifier. Get your name out there. Get your name out there because there's also another 11 spots that they're going to pick from. So mm-hmm. if they interview you and they get said and they like you because, you, you know, you're interesting, you could be in the PGF for season three. And, and for all of you fans out there, uh, you know, super fans like uh, ourselves, uh, all, the, all of those will be live streamed uh, on Brand McCatherine's uh, YouTube page. Well, the, so. the Professional Grappling Federation channel every Friday. Well, they record them and then they stream them. Yeah, qualifiers will be on Saturdays, I think. Oh, that's right, that's right. The the qualifiers are on Saturday. Qualifiers are going to be are going to be live streamed. Nice. I'm really looking forward to. So it's it's like our methadone. You know, now we have the preseason. You know, we get the regular season, we get the postseason, which we attend, and now we get the preseason. It just gets even better, honestly. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. We'll, We'll we'll have at least once a month. We'll have something PGF related until the new season. Something to hold us off. Right. Until the new season kicks off in January. So, with that said, anything else we want to touch on? No? All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. We appreciate you listening. We appreciate all the comments. Thank you for interacting. Uh, Again, every Friday, 430, that's when we go live. If you want to come join us, feel free to join us. And uh, we'll catch you next week. Peace. Peace. Adios, muchachos. Peace.